This episode is brought to you by BetUS.com. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your MLB, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code DSP125 or 200% bonuses using crypto with the promo code DSP200. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone, social, and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry. BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. All right, folks, and away we go. We are in week six now of the fantasy football season in the NFL. I'm Jeff Tito Thidoff. He is Adam Kahn at AJKahn95 on Twitter. I'm at Thid Happens. This is the Flying Elvis' Fantasy Football Podcast. And uh, Adam, how you doing today, brother? Who needs two? I got two. <laughs> He's got two. Adam, okay. Adam is shamelessly going to plug the selling of his Steelers Seahawks tickets on eBay. He was supposed to go to the game this weekend. Family commitments get in the way, and now Adam's trying to load his two Steelers tickets. Right. But you sound you sound desperate, but you're not selling them at a desperate price. No, no, no. no. Listen, everybody wins, right? Thirty yard line, thirty yard line. You know, you've been there. Thirty yard line. I've been there once with your tickets. Thank you, just once in the twenty plus years I've known you. I, like I feel like that was a complaint, not a thank you. No, it was a thank you for the one game. In that the one game eight years ago. Uh, yes. Yeah. Hey, thirty yard line, sixteen rows back. There you go. You know, it's it's a Sunday night, uh, magnificent atmosphere, national uh, audience. Yes, it works, man. Get there. The, Seah- the Seahawks, man. Uh, yeah. D- M- Metcalf, man. I mean, uh, TJ. Uh, no, TJ. Geez, I can't even get the names right. DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf and Tyler. Or Lockett. DJ Metcalf. Who knows? There might be a bonus Metcalf in the building. You know, it doesn't matter. They'll be the losing team. Yes. And then I you agree. get to see, you know, the the new and improved Steelers <laughs> offense. <laughs> offense, you're right. With the thirty-seven thousand-year-old quarterback, which we'll, which we'll get to. Uh, our thanks to BetUS, BetUS.com, one eight hundred seven nine BetUS. Uh, value picks, game analysis, all the good stuff. Check it out. Uh, support them. Support us. Okay, so I had a big news in uh, injuries this past weekend, and you know after we came off the Russell Wilson injury, everyone's concerned about that and should, should still be. But um, now you've got some running backs that are hurt. Uh, you know, Daniel Jones in the protocol, but not that he's your starting quarterback, usually, unless you're in a 32 team league, probably. But, um, what injury to you stood out the most to be most critical as far as a fantasy football? So, yeah, I, I guess Russell's the biggest one in, in terms of name, right? Uh, name recognition. Um, you know, from what I saw, I, you know, so Geno Smith come, comes into the starting, starting role four to eight weeks. Right. Um, you know, he showed in, in a short amount of time, a very small sample size. I thought he showed some decent ability. Um, he's kind of, you know, he's a poor man's Russell Wilson. He's got good mobility out of the pocket. Um, got a good arm. Seems to have decent instincts. You know, I, I, it wasn't, it was, of course, it's not Russell Wilson. He's not going to right. extend plays the way Russell can. He's not going to, throw dimes all over the place to Tyler Lockett a lot, you know, tiptoeing the sidelines. Like we're not going to see that, but he moved that team and he got 10 points out of them in, in a, what a quarter and a half. I mean, it was, it was, and he kept them in the game. He still gave them a chance to win. Well, I was going to say it's the best. He's never had weapons this good before to throw to. And right, I mean, right. We, we, we constantly talk about how the jets have ruined quarterbacks over time. Right. Uh, and you know, nearly did. I mean, he's he's been around a long time, but you don't ever hear him. I mean, he's been in that Russell Wilson shadow for several years. Um, but it was, I don't know, it was kind of a, it was nice to see, uh, you know, a, a veteran stick it out that long who had some turmoil early in his career and have, sure, a, you know, in in a in a short amount of time in the spotlight. I mean, it was you know the the the, the late game, and it was it was fun. It was fun to see. So, how desperate uh, do you have to be? Well, right. So, I mean, there are there are better options out there um, this week. Uh, but, but listen, this is when the bye weeks kick in, right? So, uh, yeah, this is the time when you have to start shuffling and the injuries plus the bye weeks they start kicking in. And how desperate do you? Have? I don't think he's a desperate player. I don't think he's as bad as 
you know, I think he'd more, be more reliable than Trevor Lawrence, who some people have on their team as a back, backup or number three. Um, you know, I let, let me throw let me throw this at you then. Just getting back to your Sunday night theme with your tickets you have for sale, by the way. Uh, Geno Smith or Big Ben? Who you start if you have if that's your choice? If it's this week, I like this. Week, I like I, this week. I like Ben in the Steelers' offense. I do because Seahawks' uh, defense is putrid. It's not good. Uh, they have given up uh, 339 yards per game the last month. Uh, uh, passing. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is a that is an alarming number. Uh, I'm not, you know, that's not a, a full vote of confidence for Ben necessarily, but I like the receivers. Right, right. You know, I mean, I, I, I still think, you know, Juju going down hurts that possession over the middle, but James Washington has been around a while and I don't think it right. hurts. I don't think it hurts their production, the, the overall production. Um, so I think, you know, Deontay and Claypool are the guys to start, of course, and Najee. Right. I think those are your three slam dunk starts. Uh, I think if you are uh, – oh, oh, if I have to choose between the two, I'm, I'm putting in Big Ben. I, again, that defense. I think it's um, close, though. I mean, Jamal Adams is overworked. I think they're trying to use him. You know, they had the luxury, Seattle did, <clears throat> of putting him in spots to really perform the last couple of years. And he flourished in, in blitzing. Uh, and and mm-hmm. dropping back in coverage, and now like their their secondary is decimated, and I, I just think that he's their only major asset back there, and he's got to cover too much ground now. And it's it's you know DJ Reed, he puts up some good stats if you're an IDP player, but these guys aren't. This is not the Legion of Boom anymore. I mean, it, it has taken uh, yeah, many yeah. steps many steps backwards, and and their pass rush is is really not helping them out either. Their their biggest. Uh, 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 Bobby Wagner in the middle. Their linebackers is a solid unit, but otherwise, sure. Uh, the, the Steelers. This is a good time for the Steelers to to maybe start rebounding offensively from a fantasy production. I think they can get things moving uh, against Seattle. Um, and so, uh, no, I, I'd go Big Ben well, over Gina this week. I, but by the way, I don't want to start either one of them though. Like I, I think they're both down close to ranked around twenty. 18 to 23, somewhere in that range, probably. I think there's enough depth at quarterback that hopefully don't down, unless you're in a situation where you've got Russell Wilson was your starter and Matt Ryan was your backup. You know, and they're all, yeah, Falcons are off this week. You know, right. if that's the situation, then you've got to go dip, digging deep into the well to get it. Then I can see doing it. But I hope you're in a position where you don't have to start Smith or Big Ben. Although I will say, even with Geno Smith in there, you know, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, and also probably TJ Metcalf, they're all top 15 receivers, right, this week at least the first two I mentioned, they're, they're top 15 still receivers because if Geno Smith completes 20, 20 to 22 passes this week, you know, two thirds of them are going to those two guys. So I think there's, I'm not, you know, they're still both absolutely startable guys. And like you said, Deontay Johnson, um, and obviously Chase Claypool. And then, it, you know, James Washington is healthy enough to play. You got Ray Ray McLeod there also, who I think could also be James Washington if Washington gets hurt or can't play. So they're similar to me. I like Ray Ray McLeod also. Washington more familiar with the offense. Washington more familiar with Big Ben, but Ray Ray is not that far behind James Washington for me. With Juju being down, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far down the depth chart personally. But no, yeah, right. Um, I got you. Uh, the Saquon Barkley injury now, and you know, <laughs> stepping on an ankle when the play's over. You know, <laughs> stepping on someone's foot and turning your ankle <laughs> when the play's over, and so now he misses the game this week against the Rams. Uh, you've got Devontae Booker there now, yeah. who is a decent option, right? I, I think that, listen, well, I, I don't know if it's by default or if they're really comfortable with him because he had 42 yards on 16 carries. I mean, 16 carries. I mean, it, it, they, they didn't stop running the ball just because Barkley left the game. Uh, picked up a few right. receptions. Um, so, yeah, and you know, the, the Giants are kind of a funny story this week because not only is Barkley out, but, like, their entire receiving core went down. The last few weeks, so uh, Shepherd's good play this week. Yeah, yeah, but but Kadarius Tony did enough to possibly insert himself in that lineup full time, and these guys aren't star names. They're, it's not sexy, but like bye week comes along, and you need you need sixty yards and and twenty receiving. Uh, Devontae Booker's right. your guy. If you need a, a, a flex receiver. And Tony's coming off of ten receptions and a hundred and what was it, eighty nine yards? I mean, yeah, uh, game, yeah, right. I mean, he he just blended right in. Now, yeah, of course, there's always is it a flash in the pan? But if you need somebody, the Giants 
I mean, they, there's not a lot of other options there. It's, it's very much like Robinson with the, with the Jaguars. I mean, like it's, if someone's going to get the targets and get the touches, those are attractive options on the waiver wire. And so, yeah, I, those are, those are your options. Uh, those are probably your only two options. Uh, you know, Evan Ingram's targets have kind of, they, they've come up a little bit. If you need a backup tight end, right. I, you know, I, I, I at this point though, right? Yeah, well, Ingram at least has a history of being uh, a, a former top 10 tight end and could still sure. work his way. And I think he's slowly developing. Like, again, his production has slowly uh, risen as the weeks have moved on. So, you know, by week tight end, I don't mind it. Maybe. Yeah, I could buy that. I get, I can get behind that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and, and the, the Rams are, are they're heavy favorites, too. So they could be down. Giants, it, it could, could be down be uh, yep. in the second half. And so, you know, that opens up things for the receivers and, and Ingram and, so, you know, and they're not, again, they, they use Booker out of the backfield. Uh, I don't think they have many options behind him. So, you usually does, don't does plan anything, to lose. It, it would only be does, for, does, uh, you know, two, three weeks maybe. I, you know, I don't think Saquon Barkley's injury is that severe. So No, I don't think again, so either. But, but you know, does if, any if, part if of, you – sorry, go ahead. If Slayton, if Slayton plays and Shepard plays, that's going to cut into Kadarius Tony's opportunities. And that will bump him down. Like I, I think that from what I'm reading, Shepard's going to play this week. Slayton may play this week. That's going to hurt Tony's opportunities a little bit. Oh, I'm wondering though if, if, if Tony did enough. You think it was a coming out party? I, possibly. I, you know, I think yeah. we already know what Slayton can do. I think of of the right. two, I think of the two, uh, uh, he would be the number three. If Tony's going to surpass someone, it, it might. Be, I'm thinking it, it'd be Slayton. Um, you know, <laughs> Galladay injured mid-game. I mean, like, the team's a mess offensively. So the ball's again, the ball's got to go to somebody. Um, yeah. And if you have a weak, you know, if you just if you had a weak receiving core, you're or you're haunted by injuries or bye weeks, and you know these are these yeah. are the guys that, that could get you through. Um. Uh, go ahead. Well, no, there was a um uh the Barkley injury, the Russell Wilson injury. Hi, that would that would Delaire. Right. Hi, that would Delaire in Kansas City. Similarly, they. They're comfortable with Darrell Williams, I think. Uh, they are very comfortable, I think so. Yes, and you know they've. It's they, they, this isn't their first rodeo with with Hilaire uh, going down. So, right, uh, we, you know, actually Williams turned out to be one of the primary backs in the postseason last year. So, yeah, uh, this this is not new to him. It's not new territory. I think he's a, a really good handcuff to have um, if you have him. He's an RB two this week. Certainly, uh, you know, if if nothing, no worse than a flex. I mean. Uh, right. No, no, no. Yeah. That's the guy that you can plug in. He's experienced in that offense. Uh, the Le'Veon experience, the experiment didn't even work out. Like they, they preferred Williams over Le'Veon anyway last year. So right, uh, yeah. they're, they're very comfortable with him and I don't see much of a drop off. Um, you know, I, Hilaire is a little bit more versatile, but you know, at Washington, Washington's going through a bunch of, you know, injuries themselves that defensive front isn't as strong as a lot of people thought it would be a slow start right not sure i don't know but like kansas city you know and they're coming off they're coming off that loss to buffalo which stung so right you know and I, they're I gonna be angry they're gonna they're, yeah yeah so i you know it, it, i i'd be i'd be comfortable with williams there too all right uh, i think those are the biggest injuries impacting fantasy from the past week um, let's start going game by game. Where you want you know, start with the uh, what game we, we got to start tonight's Patriots and Eagles. I'm oh, sorry, Buccaneers and Eagles tonight. I know <laughs> I did it, yeah. Hey, it wasn't me this time, I'm okay with that. I wasn't you, no, it was me, right? So, right. All right, he's got kind of a thumb, he's got a thumb thing, but I think he's still going to be okay. Whatever, you know, he'll deflate the balls a little bit, it'll be comfortable. <laughs> So listen, we we've been we've been up and down the the, the Jalen Hurts tug of war here. Uh, Love him. This, this is a week. This one. where the, he is. This is a good. This is a good bye week to use Jalen Hurts. The Tampa's defense. Uh, they stack the run. They get they get abused in in the passing game. This is the week. Now, if you're asking me which receiver is it, you know, I mean, take your pick, right? Like. All right, so Devontae Smith is clearly like he's starting to stand out. Yes, he's the one. He, he's the one, right? You know, I, I, we've talked about a couple others. You know, I, I mean, I've talked about uh, Jalen Reger a, a couple times this year. <clears throat> clearly, they have not been able to establish that consistency. However, with Goddard right. going down, 
and Tampa's among the worst against tight ends, this could be a Zach Ertz week as well. It could be. I like Zach Ertz quite a bit. I do. I do think that uh, that Zach Ertz, like, you know, yeah, I, I certainly believe he could end up having the kind of game that uh, we used to see Zach Ertz have, you know, where he might get, you know, upward of eight receptions in the game and find the end zone potentially. But Jalen Hurts for me, dude, I'm telling you, I'm sold. He's a starting QB the rest of the year. Christ, the rest of the year, Jalen Hurts is a starter. I, look, one of the teams I manage, I help manage, uh, I've got on that one Hurts and Brady, both. And you start one of them. You start Brady, you start Hurts. You start Brady. Don't be an idiot. Uh, listen, how'd Hurts do last hey, week? You number one no, fan wait. club? Listen, you're saying it's no doubt about it. It's Brady. Brady with the thumb issue. You're not at all worried they might run the ball more and utilize Leonard Fournette more. And if Brady something's bothering him, on throw, I'm just saying I, I, I don't think it's as cut and dried as you say it is. I, I'm, I'm picking Brady, but I'm not doing the guffaw at me for saying that. I'm not going to guffaw I, myself. I, I'm very, I'm very happy, uh, comfortable guffawing at that equation. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, there's really London. no Eagles running back. Sorry, go ahead. No, there's no running back on. No, no running back. Uh, Jalen Hurts is the best running back for the Eagles. Correct. Yes, and Fournette That's has clearly yeah. established himself. Fournette's getting the goal line carries now. Ronald Jones just just yep. filling in filling in time and space at this point. Fournette's the guy. That's what he is. I agree. Yep, I'm with you on that. Yeah, as far as Tampa receivers. Starting all of them. I mean, Gronk's out again. Yeah. And Cameron Brait has been inconsistent. Yeah. I don't know who to start there. I don't like, but I start all three Tampa receivers, correct? Yep. For sure. Yeah. I think so. And then Fournette, for sure. I don't care if Gio Bernard plays or not. I think Fournette's established himself as a clear lead dog in that offense. Yeah. You know, again, unless you get into one of those, uh, the, the shootouts or Tampa is down, which I don't think right. we foresee that happening. That's the only time that Bernard <laughs> got, got some late game value. So right, yeah, it's 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 pretty standard with Tampa, and with Philly, I think it's uh, hurts and hurts. Okay, uh-huh. moving on. What's the next game you want to talk about? Uh, we'll go across the pond. We'll hit London that nine thirty a.m. game. This is just this has got miserable television ratings all over it, written all over it. How did the NFL? Well, the NFL got into bed with Jacksonville and, and across the pond in these games anyway. So that's kind of you're always going to have that as long as Jacksonville's involved. And yeah, Miami just I mean, two might play this week. Um, like Miles Gaskin, I'm starting him. Uh, okay. I think that they're going to utilize him more in the passing game as well. But, you know, um, Jalen Waddle obviously is a start. I'm, I'm uh, uh, you know, as, as we mentioned, you know, yeah, Gaskin is, is, a, is a weapon out of the backfield. Uh, their receivers right. aren't super attractive. If, if, if two is starts, you can upgrade the receivers. Uh, if it's, you know, if it's Brissett, then, you know, uh, uh, Gusecki, the tight end. You know, yeah. I mean, we talked about that uh, last week. Yeah. Right. You know, he's, he's, he's a check down specialist. Uh, yep. Tight ends and running backs reap the benefits. But nothing, you know, and then, of course, Robinson and Jacksonville. I don't think there's, there's – that's pretty cut and dry matchup, I think. Uh, maybe well, Miami – I'm sorry? There's a guy you're missing in Jacksonville. You've got to start this week if you're hitting the bye weeks. Dan Arnold, the tight end. Uh, he had Look six receptions you. last week on eight targets. Dan Arnold is a guy, if you're looking for – because Gronk's out, and you've got uh, obviously the bye week. Kyle Pitts is out. So if you've got a need for a tight end, Dan Arnold's the way to go. Look at you, man. Breaking Good night, everybody. Dan that's Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, I know. Dan Arnold's the one. That, yeah, if they, that's the other guy I would start, but I'm with you on that. Nobody else really – Jumps out. I thought, I thought you were more of like a Mo Ali Cox guy, but I, I like that better. Uh, Dan Arnold's better. Dan Arnold's better. And uh, okay. um, so, yeah, I'd go with that one. And again, I, I'm glad I won't be able to watch this game on TV. Because yeah. I'd have to watch it, but I'm glad I, you know, I'm not going to watch on NFL Network. Can you could, but yeah, yeah, I, I could, but it's not forced down my face with uh, forced down my throat with like uh, CBS or Fox. So I'm good. Right. Dry. All, All right. right. Next game's also pretty cut and dry. Green Bay at Chicago. Uh, Nothing to see here, right? It's just you know, it's it's a lot of Packers and very few Bears. Uh, yeah, I mean it's well, yeah. I I don't think I, I've gotten off my Fields bandwagon a little bit. I know he looks more comfortable in there, but he's he. I, I, it's not a guy that I'm hoping I need to start this week, unless you're in a two quarterback league or like you know super flex type thing. Also, um, but yeah, and I 
I don't know which Bears receiver to trust, if either of them. I mean, probably Robinson, I guess, if I have to start one of them. But Mooney's yeah. not great. Well, Herbert was in a was in a committee, uh, but Herbert had 75 yards uh, last week, and you know looked respectable. Again, you know sure. if you need warm if you need warm bodies, I can see that. But like, I mean, do we really think that they're going to be in a position to run the ball uh, 25 times in that game? I don't. Probably not. The most rushes will probably belong to Fields when he gets pushed out of the pocket, right? I mean, when it's all said and done, he may have the most carries on the stat line. So, well, um, but curiously, they haven't been running him a lot. I mean, does, they have surprised design runs at least. I, that's what I was surprised about. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised that also. I, I, I thought they would be running him more, uh, but on the Green Bay side, then you know we're starting obviously Jones. You're starting Rogers. Uh, you're starting superstar Devontae Adams. After that. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, Valdez Scantling's been hurt. Um, Cobb's been last week, but yeah, right. He had, I think, he had a you know one good game, one bad game. Um, hasn't really been involved. Lazard's been invisible. Uh, Tanya and so hasn't then, done much. What's that? Tanya, the tight end, hasn't done much right. either. Yeah, he, you know, he's high risk, high reward. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's it's you know so interestingly enough, um, AJ Dillon. I, I know he got a lot of run against the Steelers when they were up. That game wasn't as close as the score indicated. But right. last week against the Bengals, he still main you know, he got 12 touches in that game, and that was a tight game throughout. Yep. Um, so he's slowly starting to get a little bit more like Jamal Williams type of, of uh, snaps. Yeah. In that offense. Yeah. And so that's, you know, I, I, this is a game where, in theory, Green Bay should be winning late in the game. I could, I could yep. see, I could see Dylan getting a, a, a similar uh, amount of touches. Uh, you know, ten to fifteen in that game. Uh, and so, if you're, you know, ravaged by injuries or have a tough bye week, but I, I could see that. I could see that as being as being a, a flex play. Yeah, they hinted around to the fact they're going to get him more involved in the offense too. So, and I don't think it's just going to be with a lead. I think, yeah, you'll see other. Um, other opportunities there where uh, where he's going to get the ball in situations where it might just be a quick breather, you know, for, yep. for Jones. It might be for a series or two here and there. So uh, I'm not I'm not saying Dylan is startable yet, unless you're a super deep league, you got injuries, and you need a flex play or something. Maybe you start him there. Dylan's not a must start for me. I hope in most situations, but he certainly has some value. I could see I could see him being a a start in a 14 team league, a kind of a 50-50 coin flip in a 12-team league and probably not in a 10-team. No, I wouldn't think so in a 10-team league either. Nope. All right. Uh, Hootay Nation going to Detroit, and I love me some Joe Burrow. Yeah, I, I do as well. I think that his uh, he's he seems to really be comfortable back there in the pocket this year, though. All the injury stuff is behind him. He looks good. Jamar Chase looks good. Um, you know, I, Joe Mixon – Trending to play. Mixers have a decent game also. That Detroit team is just in shambles. And uh, I'm fine with starting those Bengals this week. So uh, they, now have, they now have three startable receivers week, week in and week out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yep. You know, you, if, you, if you're in a PPR league, uh, Tyler, Board, uh, Tyler Boyd, I think, is, is a solid play. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, you, you're looking for the – Chase, is, I think, has inserted himself into that starting lineup for good now. And Higgins Absolutely. is a solid number three. Uh, yeah. I don't think you can go wrong with you. Maybe Higgins might be the most risky of the three. I think. I think. I believe uh, that's true. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Boyd has the uh, uh, the highest floor. Um, Chase has the highest ceiling, and I think Higgins right. is kind of a you know again deeper leagues a, 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 a solid play. Uh, Detroit secondary is just a uh, what a disaster. They, they've only had one starter uh, play every game this year, uh, and. I think he's played every snap. I mean, that's just not not sustainable, man. Like, right. you know, you got uh, I want to get this name right. Amani, oh, I'm not going to get it right. Uruwari. <laughs> there you go. Traditional spelling? Yes, yes. So, uh, you know, that, that, that poor sack back there, like he's just he, – he, he needs help, and he's not going to get it this week. So I, I, I like Cincinnati uh, fantasy-wise, football-wise, you name it. Um, and, the, and, usually, yeah, and, and the Bengals defense. Listen, Detroit has been game. I, I, I've been I, I've liked watching them play and keeping games tight. Right. And it's it's heartbreaking the way they've been losing these games this year. Um, but you know I, that's best case scenario again for them this week. So uh, Cincinnati should put up a decent amount of points, and I think fantasy wise they'll they'll do you well. 
Detroit losing the starting center for the season now. Um, what does that do for you, like with regards to DeAndre Swift? I think Swift's still a start every week. Do you right now he is right? Uh, yeah, just for, in terms of just in terms of volume, I yeah. But I mean, it's, he's going to see passed out of the backfield, which is what will be the the big thing, also. You know, right? It's it's just tough to watch. You know, like the guys. Sure. You know, he, he's getting the, – the problem is that when they're losing – yes, I know he's getting – averaging about five receptions a game this season, right. a little bit more. Um, so he's he, the volume is there. He's going to be playing most of the snaps. Uh, right. He's just not going to get a lot of carries out of him because the, typically they're, they're playing from behind. So, you know, 12 carries is probably the average for him. Yeah. Um, you know, look for four to six receptions. Maybe more, you know, if, if they're, ha- if they're game, able yeah. to support something. Um, so, yes, he is a startable – he probably the only startable player on that offense. Keep an eye on Hawkinson. He's dinged up. Um, now, he, yeah, he I think he's going to play. Hawkinson's probably someone – although he's been up and down a little bit disappointing, I st- you're probably still starting him if he's your, on your roster unless you get news close to Sunday or right before kickoff that he's not going to play. But I think he's going to play this week. He'll get garbage receptions also because they'll be throwing the ball a lot, so he'll be behind. Well, he started off. He started the season hot. He had uh, 16 receptions right. through the first two games, and I think he's only had eight since. So, yeah, you know, I, yeah, and I, and I know, and I know he hasn't been completely healthy, but they they got to they got to give him more looks. That's just they do. He's no Dan yeah. Arnold, but he's still okay. He's no Dan Arnold. That's funny. nice. All right, uh, Houston to Indianapolis. So speaking of Bet US, uh, Yes. The Colts are nine and a half point favorites. I, and I, I don't see that. I, I don't, Houston, I know Houston's not, they're, they're, they're bad. They're just a bad team. Right. But Indy has been playing down every week. Um, well, we're good against Baltimore for about a half, half and a half. Half and change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so, you know, I, listen, I, I know that, um, T.Y. Hilton is coming back this week, and I, I'm not saying he's a fantasy asset yet. He's not. Uh, but, but interestingly, last season, he started off very slow. It's almost like like these first three games for him are going to be like his preseason, I think. Uh, and I'm more interested in seeing how he progresses into November because last season he ended really strong um, right. and was a big lift to that offense. And I think a lot of people had written him off. So – you know, he's a good leader, good veteran presence. Uh, you know, Pittman has been up and down. He's been showing some good flashes. Sure. So, and I don't think that, that I don't think that Hilton's going to take away a lot of targets right away. Um, so I don't, I don't see that impacting the offense from a fantasy perspective just yet, but keep an eye on it. Um, this is, a, this is a game that Taylor should be the lead back. Uh, and not give up a lot of touches to uh, Taylor's the guy to, to play this week. You know, I don't see the Colts uh, trailing. Certainly not. You know, I, I the nine and a half the nine and a half jumped out at me like really. Uh, but yeah, so like uh, Naheem Hines, I don't think he's going to factor mm-hmm. in that much because the Colts should be uh, leading in this one. So Taylor uh, Pittman, if you need a flex, if you if you've got some injury bye week issues, but you know, uh, you know, Wentz, Dan, you know, he's this is in that like I would I would. I would start Wentz, you know, this would be a good one, Wentz or, or Geno Smith, right? I mean, oh, Wentz, hasn't, Wentz hasn't been flashy at all, but he's been serviceable. And so I, I think that's – and against Houston, I think that's the guy you go with. I think you play the matchup. You know, that's a tough one because, you know, Wentz, I, I've always thought he had the – you know, he's, I don't know if he has a good ankle yet or not. He might still not have a good ankle. Um, that's a tough call, man. I, I, I think I'd go Wentz over Geno Smith still. I think I would. I, it'd be close, but I think I'm going Wentz over Geno Smith. I think I think if I start one or the other, I'm probably going Wentz there. Okay, you got any uh, Texans? That, that I can't even finish that question. You got any Texans this week? Man, I I don't. I mean, Cooks, I guess. Right? Is that it? Maybe. Uh, yeah, he's probably your only. Look, they, they showed some life last week. I know, but he's probably he's got some PPR value. I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's still getting the targets. Uh, dipped a little bit last week, but yeah, he's been getting seven to ten, eleven targets the the first four weeks of the season. Uh, right, got to throw it to somebody. He's talented. He's got you know he runs good routes. He's you know yes, I 
I could see I could see I it throwing in Brandon Cooks. I, I don't feel good about it, but no, you know, I feel better about him than than some other options. Sure. I see a five for seventy-five type day for him. Yeah, I, for Brandon Cooks. That's what I see. So yeah. the PPR league certainly has got value. I still can't get past the nine and a half. Like I see that like 27, 24 all day long. See, I, I, I bet people are hammering them in their survivor pools, right? That's the, is it net the pick this week? Isn't it Indy this week? Is that you too, right? Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, but now you're trying I, to talk yourself down a little bit. But, this is, but survivor, like just survive. That's, that's what the point is. Right. So, but yeah, it, it is an Indy. So, you I know, Indy and the Rams are the two most, favorable picks i would think but that's a totally different podcast um all right what's next right perfect timing rams at the giants we talked a bit about the giants uh they're probably gonna be down so you know it's a good time to plug in uh the receivers and uh devontae booker you think Uh, Kadarius tony must start for you no matter what no matter who's quarterback no matter who's back at receiver i mean depends on who your roster is who else is on your roster but um but i can certainly see if you've got a weak if you're if you need help at receiver, he's a a, a a free agent pickup and load him right in. Sure, guys, got to be picked up about every league now. I can't believe it's still out there in any league um, after the week you had and the way he's getting talked up. Um, mm-hmm. I I think he's a fringe start. I think that he is uh, depending on your format. I mean, I think he's probably a wide receiver three slash flex play if you start three receivers, but. Um, I'm not sold yeah, on okay him being. I'm not sold on being a must start as a wide receiver too, like that yet. I want to see more out. I want to see who the who the quarterback is, and if Shepard and Slayton are both back in the mix or not. I want to see how that works. But the Rams defense, though, um, you know, I know Arizona had their way with the Rams, but uh, I, I think that the Rams defense though is going to overpower that Giants offense. I would agree, and I think that uh, Henderson is, you know, uh, uh, clearly established himself back into that starting role. Yep. Uh, Sonny Michelle, you know, I think he's, he scored a, a touchdown in there uh, subbing in, but he didn't get a lot of carries. So I think Henderson, yep. barring injury, is the guy. Uh, Robert Woods, yep. huge comeback game after we were yeah. kind of like, I don't know, what do you do with Woods now the rest of the season? So I think I, I think that put put it to bed for now. I mean, listen, it doesn't mean he's going to have uh, the numbers that he had last week every single week, of course. I think Cup is probably still the one consistently. Uh, through the rest right. of the season, but listen, they they want to get Woods more involved. They got him more involved, and then some. Uh, so I think that eased a lot of fantasy. You, you, you could you could take your hand off the panic button. Uh, sure, this might not be the game where either one of them go off, but but you're not going to bench him either at this point. No, no, you're going to play him. You're going to play Stafford. All those guys um, on the Giants side. I mean, I don't. Uh, you know, we we talked about Booker already, but. Other than that, there's no must-start guy, I don't think, on that team um, consistently for the Giants. No, I would agree. Uh, Chiefs at Washington. Talked about the running backs a little bit already. Um, You know, uh, Hardman came through and had a good game as the number two receiver there for Kansas City. Everyone was worried about what Josh Gordon would do. But, I mean, McCall Hardman seems like he's going to be the number two guy there, right? That's what it looks like to me now. For now, so uh, Andy Reid said that the goal was to get Gordon 20 snaps in the first game. He only had eight right. because of the – the oh, because they were in the hurry-up. Uh, yeah, they were in the yeah. hurry-up quite a bit in the second half, uh, which he had not been a part of. So they're right. going to try to get him you know, into that 20-25 mix again this week, uh, assuming the play dictates it. Hardman clearly you know, was the beneficiary. You know, uh, uh, Tyreek Hill was – uh, lockdown on lockdown, pretty much against the Bills all game. So that that helped open up things for Harmon. I don't see Harmon doing that every week, every other week even. No, me either. I think you know that was a situational thing. Um, uh, you know the the one the the one guy I actually kind of like in this. Uh, you know, it, by the way, you know Gibson's been doing pretty well with with his injury, stress fracture in his shin. Yeah. Uh, not really causing him a lot of uh, – that hasn't been really h- hindering his game too much. But this could be a game where McKissick comes in with a boatload of receptions because they're going to be down, and that passing game is going to need to be um, – keep an eye out on the, uh, the the quarterback situation, of course, because we don't know who's going to be under center. If Fitzpatrick's going to come back, it might be – they were talking about how he won't be back till week seven or week eight. Right. Now it's – there's a potential he could be playing this week. 
Does that yeah, do anything? I don't, does that uh, do anything for you? I'm not sure much color. No, I don't think it really does at this point because I don't know what Fitzpatrick will come back with. If he's if he's fully healthy, if he's 80 percent, and by the way, he's still if he's 80 percent, he's 80 percent at age 38 or however old he is now. So he's not 80 percent at 30 years old. It's a big difference. Um, it's not going to affect too much as far as the way I view the team, the way I think it's going to what I think is going to play out. I mean, I still think obviously you're starting. Um, uh, you know, you start. I, I think you're. I was going to start Gibson, um, and you know, McLaurin. You're going to start. Yeah. Curtis Samuel's dinged up. He didn't do much in his since he's been back. And so, you know, but I'm with you on McKissick. I think McKissick's got a lot of value in a PPR league. All right. So your Dan Arnold is my uh Ricky Steels Jones, by the way, this week. Oh, here we go. Okay. Yeah, that's my that's my Ricky tight end sleeper. That guy came out uh I, I mean I haven't when's the last time you ever mentioned his name in any fantasy conversation? Just now was the first time ever. <laughs> All right, so listen. This might have been the first uh, time. He, he five for forty-one on eight targets last week. Uh, right. You know, Logan Thomas isn't coming back this week. Uh, the right. Curtis Samuel is, is can't can't stay healthy. He got a groin right. injury. Yep. Yeah, so it's it's McLaurin one, and I think Seals Jones is a potential second. Well, okay, be, behind the running backs, I think the running backs are going to collectively do better in the passing game. But right. I like I like Seals Jones as a sleeper tight end this week. That is my Dan Arnold. All right. Arnold will be better, though, this week. You know that, right? <laughs> okay. Arnold better than Ricky Seals Jones, right? Concede that. Listen, I, no, I will not. I want to I, bet. Dollar right now. Stakes. Stakes. Witness. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Witness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Minnesota. Yeah, so I, I think that. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Minnesota. No, you, now at, you're fine. Minnesota. At Carolina. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't expect McCaffrey to play again. I know they're saying he might play, but he was same thing as said last week. He was limited in practice uh, today or yesterday. I believe it was, he was limited in practice, but um, you know, on, on the Carolina side, you're going to start whatever running back starts, I guess, you know, it's going to be McCaffrey or Hubbard. Either one you're going to start though. I think I'm going to start um, that defense, man. Against Minnesota. You are. Yeah. They haven't now allowed it. Yeah. They haven't yeah, allowed a 200 yard passer. They have not allowed a 200 yard passer this season, including I can't believe it against the almighty Jalen Hurts. It's it's amazing. Well, 200 yards passing, no, but uh, you may have 200 yards rushing. But no, I hear what you're saying though. Yes, the uh, uh, it's the defense is just it's sick, and yeah. they're going to do a number on Minnesota. Uh, you're still going to start your normal Minnesota guys. You start because you have to start them. Uh, but. I mean, on the Carolina side, okay, we'll start Carolina's defense, whatever running back starts for them, and DJ Moore. Uh, you know, I, yep. Darnold, if you're desperate, I guess. You know, I'd start Darnold over Geno Smith. I'd start Darnold over um, who we mentioned earlier. I said that uh, Darnold over uh, Sorry, Trevor Gino. We're, we're trying to find one quarterback that, that I know, I know. Yeah, so Mike Glennon. <laughs> we, yeah, we'd start. Hey, we would definitely start Geno Smith over Russell Wilson this week. So that's high there, praise. Yeah, absolutely. Um, on the Carolina side, DJ Moore is the only receiver worth starting on that team right now. You know, it's the only guy. Uh, Robbie Anderson has been invisible. So. Yep. Yeah, works for me. Uh, um, uh, for Minnesota, you know, like uh, Minnesota, I think, you know. You know, uh, you're still starting Thielen. Thielen's only had like six catches like the last three weeks or something, or two weeks total, whatever it's been. I know, but like, when do you. When when do you give up? On, not give up. I mean, you're not going to bench the guy, but like, right? You know, I, I mean, Jefferson, Jefferson's I like think, running away with with the number one receiver role. Jefferson's what? Yeah, you're going to start. I think Jefferson Thielen going to be starters every week throughout the season. I don't care. Look, I know it's a tough defense, and I understand that. You know, if you're like in, in a daily fantasy situation, I want no part of Adam Thielen or Justin Jefferson this week or Kirk Cousins in a daily fantasy. I want no part of them. But when you're playing week to week like this, um, you know, you, you, I don't think you probably have a better option on your team than Thielen. You know, you drafted Thielen probably yeah. as your number one receiver or your high end number two at worst. Right. And you don't have a better option. And the same thing with Jefferson. Cousins, you should have a better option. As far as the running backs go, if Dalvin Cook starts, you're going to play him. If, he, if he's healthy, you're going to play him. But I think you're going to see more of a timeshare there, even going forward, uh, you know, because, you know, Cook hasn't shown he can stay healthy, and I don't know if they want to use him with the get his full 80% of the touches. You could see more of a 60-40 split between him and Madison. Madison looks good when he's played. He has. Uh, I don't know if I uh, – I don't think they'll do that. Now, 
I don't think they'll do that. You don't think you you don't think it'll be more of a, of a split between those two guys, closer to 60-40 on touches. Uh, no, I, I I might concede 70-30, but I, I wouldn't go any lower than that. Well, it's just listen, I mean that, that's you, your fran- that's your franchise running back. That's just I don't see it happening. More all the more reason, all the more reason to go 60-40. He's your franchise running back. Madison's been playing just as well as him, and you want to preserve him. You want to preserve Cook for the postseason or later on in the season if you get to the postseason. Vikings don't always make the coaching staff doesn't always make the best decisions on behalf of their team. That's I just don't see it happening. So you're basing your disagreement with me on the fact that the Vikings coaches aren't as smart as me. <laughs> because a smart play is 60 40 no, is what you're telling no, me, right? I don't really like how that got no. That's perfect. That was perfect okay. right there for you. Fine. If that right. helps yeah. you, if that helps what you. it was. Okay, yeah, good. I'm, gl- you. I'm glad you feel better. Uh the Chargers. At Baltimore, um, again, Lamar Jackson's the best running back on that team. Latavis Murray, if you had to choose one, is still the guy I'd go to. I know he, circumstances that dictated, you know, he didn't get a lot of carries, but he's still the 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 uh, goal line back. Um, so again, and bye weeks are creeping up, injuries are creeping up. I, you know, these you're gonna have to you gotta have to play him at some point if you have him, right? I mean, like that's. I mean, I suppose you don't have to play him, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's no other running back on Baltimore that you that you can say that's the guy that's going to get 15 carries this week. There, there isn't I, one, dude. I finally found a running back situation I hate more than New England and Bill Belichick. And it's this one because <laughs> okay. you know I loved Tyson Williams. He looked good, looked the part. Missed a couple of pa- blocks on pass plays, and now he's you know barely getting any touches at all. Mm-hmm. And they've got you know they go to get Latavius Murray, Devonta Freeman, Le'Veon Bell, uh, Jamal Lewis, whoever else they got. They brought them all back in, all these old guys, and um, and they're not giving anybody the clear cut number one responsibility, and it sucks. I'm not starting any Baltimore running back. I don't. I mean, yeah, if you're completely desperate, if you have to start one, if you've got it, if you then you got to play Latavius Murray is the, the most sensible guy to play right now but god i hope i don't ever have to play a baltimore running back this season until somebody emerges as the number one guy uh, listen i i listen, i agree uh lamar jackson and marquise brown and uh watkins is looking uh, and, 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 and mark andrews and mark andrews those, those yeah. three all my kids would be yeah yeah uh rashad bateman's been getting some uh uh rumblings this week uh rookie you yeah. know hasn't hasn't played yet this year but they've been waiting for him to uh return to play um mm-hmm. i'm not a huge advocate of plugging in rookie receivers right away right. Uh, I, I don't think that they very rarely do they make an, a, an immediate large impact um i think i think marquise brown has looked fantastic this season quite frankly um he does. He does. So um, I, this, could, this could only help him potentially. Um, sure. But, you know, I I can see, you know, waiver wire as far as, you know, if, if you didn't already draft Bateman, I could see you grabbing him now as a flyer. Um, but it's not someone I'd plug in this week. Yeah, probably not me either. No, not this week I wouldn't. But I would grab him if you've got an empty, empty spot or you know, some dead weight on your roster somewhere. But I would grab Bateman. I think he's got some potential. But it's I think it'd be a situation again like the running back, so where there's so many mouths to feed and there's so much talent all over the place. You've got when you've got uh, you know Watkins also out there, like I mentioned, Hollywood Andrews, and then maybe Rashad Bateman. You got Lamar Jackson, who's a great quarterback who likes to run, also, and those running backs in the backfield. I mean, it's a superstar field, and I'm just not sure. You know, Browns Brown Andrews are must starts, but other than that, I don't know if I'm gonna feel like starting Watkins or Bateman unless something happens to Brown or Andrews or, you know, something, something like that occurs. Um, if you're a Keenan Allen owner, uh, you can't be too happy right now. No. I mean, but- I mean Mike Williams has leapfrogged him uh, by a large margin as, as the top receiver. Um, you know, I know Alan, oh, yeah. right. I mean, you're not going to, again, you're not going to not play Alan, 
But at what point are you kind of like, all right, when's he, when's he going to, he's still getting the receptions. He's still getting, you know, PPR, he's still doing fine. He's just not having the, the, the big number games. He's only got uh, right. well, he, two, two 100-yard games in the first two weeks, but only one touchdown so far this season. Yes, and that is certainly concerning. I, Williams has absolutely – Williams has been a beast this year, contract year, by the way, for Williams, ironically. Uh, yeah, but well. he's been a beast this year. And so um, I'm, I'm not concerned yet about Allen, though, because, again, where you drafted Allen, I don't think I have any more options. You can be concerned a little bit, I guess, but I'm not – it's not like I'm benching the guy. And in PPR leagues, much like we saw with Robert Woods, where it's like, well, where, where's Robert Woods been? What's happening to Robert Woods? There comes a game where it's going to click. And it could very well be this week for them where it clicks. And you see Keenan Allen all of a sudden get a bunch of – have one of those uh, typical Keenan Allen 9 for 102 kind of games, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's going to average out in the end. I think it'll be fine. I'm not uh, I'm not concerned. Okay. Um I mean, obviously, Herbert's a, a, a locked in as a starter. Um, I, I don't, I don't really see. I mean, you know, Eckler's I mean, Eckler's Eckler's been been fantastic out of the backfield. Uh, yep, as, as we anticipated. So, not too many surprises in this game, I wouldn't think. Um, nope. uh, you know, again, so and Baltimore as as talented as they are, I think there's only three guys there that you can plug in. Confidently, yeah, I agree. I'm with you on that. Yep, the three we uh, talked about. I would, I would avoid both defenses. I <laughs> with yeah. those two, quarter, yeah, with those two yeah. quarterbacks now putting up some some hey. insane numbers. I I'm backing away. Even Baltimore. I know Baltimore traditionally has a fantastic defense, but Ray Lewis is a walk through that door. You know, not the week to start Baltimore. Junior Sale's not walking through that door. You know, it's not that way anymore with those two teams. Too soon? No, it's not too soon for that one. It's a the Tino joke, so it goes back that far. It's how far you can do it. Uh, four o'clock games, Arizona at Cleveland. Um, Cleveland favored over the undefeated Cardinals. Yeah, that's just the home favorite, though. It's only two and a half, right? It's just, it just doesn't matter. Who do you think is going to win the game? Uh, okay. I don't think they're going to win the game. And, you know, this, has, this game has potential to be a higher-scoring uh, matchup, but I'm still not – entirely comfortable not because i don't think baker mayfield has the ability to put up big numbers uh but they've just turned into a ball con- it's kind of turned into almost like the ravens last season i mean the, the 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 way they're able to run the ball with two guys uh it with the amount of touches I mean, uh, 22 carries a game for uh nick chubb and 17 a game for kareem hunt they're both able to catch the ball out of the backfield uh this is a ball control offense, and it's a good way to keep the. That's also a good way to play defense against uh, Kyle, uh, Kyler Murray and the, and the Cardinals. Well, sure it is. Yeah, uh, both running backs Hunt and Chubb have missed some practice time this week. Should be okay, but keep an eye on that though, because that's their entire offense. If they don't make it, uh, the Browns still can't throw the ball consistently. Um, you know, Beckham still. Beckham is nothing. Don't even bother with Beckham anymore. He's like Yasiel Puig to make a baseball reference where he was great for a while, but now he's just a name is all he is. And Beckham's not anywhere near what he used to be. And he and Mayfield can't seem to connect on the field. Landry's still not playing. So no, I don't trust anybody in that Browns passing game whatsoever. The only guys you're going to play are going to be Hunt and you're going to play Chubb if they're playing this week. You know, that's what you have to watch out for in that end. You don't like Baker as a bye week filler quarterback nope. against the Cardinals because of the potential of, of offense on from both ends. I, I don't like him at all. I don't I I, I said before the season started, I don't if I had Mayfield, I'd hope I would never have to start him. I wouldn't want to draft him anyway, but I don't think I do not think he is anyone you can count on a fantasy against almost any opponent. I with the weapons he's got right now to throw to, and the, the best weapon in name is OBJ. And OBJ can't catch a cold. And uh it just hasn't looked good in that offense. They're all their whole offense is going to be running with Chubb and Hunt. That's the only chance they're going to have. Uh, are you? I'm not comfortable. Uh, are you comfortable starting any Arizona running back at this point? Yeah, I. You know, I. Um, now that with bye week stuff, yeah, I could see Edmonds or even Connor, Connor steal some touchdowns now. Um, you know, you can almost count on Connor for a touchdown every week. So I think Connor's startable for sure uh, in a flex spot in a deeper league. Edmonds. You know, they, he's inconsistently used. I'd like to, you know, it's hard to, to pick to pinpoint that. Um, 
you know, I, I think I'd rather start Connor over Edmonds right now for this week if I had to choose between the two. I recall you kind of poo-pooing my Connor plug last week. Uh, I'm, I'm glad these shows aren't recorded. And they, they're all, I don't know who said what. You were saying stuff. I was saying stuff. Who knows who said what? Right, right, right. All kinds of ideas being floating around out there. I don't know. But, but yeah, so he scored in three games in a row. Yeah. Uh, he's clearly the, the goal I'm back. And so, mm-hmm. yes, he either touchdown dependent leagues uh, or, you know, again, you, you, the yards and the carries aren't going to be there because they do split split the carries with uh, between him and Edmonds. But, right. uh, yep. but yeah, he's a goal line back. And so, yes, of the two, that's who I'm going to play. Um, but it's all it's all the Kyler Murray show, and you know, between uh, Hawkins and 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 Kirk and uh, Green, right. um, you know, these guys are all pitching in week to week. That's the problem, though. It's out of Hawkins, though. It's who's the number two? Who who do you go in as a flex? Who are you comfortable with here and there? No one. I mean, it's. There's no one I, I I can't say who's gonna be the number two. That's the thing with with the Cardinals. You never know who's gonna be the next guy up. You know, I'm not sure which one it'll be because you know for a while I thought it'd be Rondale Moore, then I thought it'd be Christian Kirk. And I seem to pick the wrong one each week. Yeah, you know, I mean, like whichever way I lean, it seems to go the other way. And I'm not saying like, I'm stupid because it, you got a 50 50 shot, and it, they're, they're probably both worthy of a flex spot. But if you have to choose between the two, I'm punting. But if you were on the Minnesota Vikings coaching staff, you'd probably pick correctly. I, I'd probably take McKinnon. Yeah, at that point, or maybe, maybe TJ Lockett, Metcalf. I don't know, somebody right. like that. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I didn't mention Ron Dunmore. He did come out with a five for fifty nine performance last week, which right. is like you're saying, like you know, that's a decent week for a, a number three, number four receiver on that team, and it's it's hard to it's that's, hard to choose. I, I don't know where to go on that one. I mean, it, there seems like more and more of those kind of situations coming up on teams where it's hard to distinguish between the two, three, and four receivers on these squads that throw the ball a lot and have a clear number one. And then, you know, uh, then you've got like Tito, Jermaine, you know, and Marlon Jackson on the side. You're not sure which one's going to have the best solo career. So you're punting on anybody past Hopkins. I don't want to make that decision. Yes. Gotcha. How about that? All right. The uh, <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders uh, in a bit of a, a turmoil this week at Denver. Uh, Denver coming off the loss, um, but at least they're stable. <laughs> well, one thing's happening: either Vegas is going to crumble under all this controversy, all this, all these headaches, all this noise, or they're going to be stronger and thrive. And my gut tells me. They're going to crumble, but <laughs> like I'm hoping, like I want to see a good story out of this. You know, the car came out and said all the right things afterwards, you know, and about the team and about how he knows that now he needs to be more of a leader and they've got a rally and all these things because there's all this controversy surrounding them. But so it, in Denver's going on the road to Denver, it might be good being on the road for Las Vegas to just get somewhere where it's just them. You know what I mean? Yeah, if, if, if I'm a Raider fan, I always say it, it'd be great to just get out of town and go to Denver. <laughs> right. I want to go to one of my most hated rivals, right? And relax. Uh, um, so you know, yeah. So all right. So Carr, the first three weeks of the season, he was hitting 400 yards a game. The last two, right. only 200 under 200 yards. Um, they got talent there too, you know. So I. Uh, Waller and, uh, and and Renfro are probably the only two, especially in a PPR for Renfro, uh, are the only two that I feel comfortable throwing out there. Carr, I don't think you can give up on yet. So bye weeks, of course, are here now. Sure. Um, I think he is still someone that you – this isn't the greatest matchup. Denver's pretty solid up front. Up until this week, they hadn't allowed a 100-yard rusher. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, but Jacobs hasn't been – Josh Jacobs hasn't been no. really good at all. He's 45 yards a game. He's just not – their passing Their passing game was their lifeline the first three weeks of the season. And now yeah. that, you know, they hit a couple of uh, speed bumps and they can't – they're not able to rely on the running game. So and, – and, and again, with Denver being solid up front, I just – I don't know if this is the week that – I don't think – I agree with you. I think uh, – I think Vegas – you know, uh, keep skidding. 
Renfro is not startable for me this week. Neither is Rugs. Not in a PPR. You don't like Renfro. Not a PPR. I'm going to start Renfro still. No, I don't. Unless right. it's, unless you're really really desperate, you know, if you've got two receivers that are out for whatever reason on your team, and Renfro is the next guy on your list, then I could see starting him. But I would hope you've got better options than Renfro. Um, you know, Waller and Carr are the only two that I'm absolutely positively feel. I'm sorry, not even not even Carr necessarily. I should say Waller for sure. Carr, I'm on the fence about as far as this week. I mean, yeah, in a buying situation, you may have to use him, but but Waller's the only one for sure that I'm putting in my lineups and in a daily lineup type situation too for Las Vegas. All right, uh, in Denver, uh, you know, Cortland Sutton had a nice bounce back game after a couple of rough yeah, weeks. I like Sutton. Um, that's another one that's kind of like, man, you know, it, it, inconsistent. But the, the but the talent is there, and bye weeks. This yep. is the time again. This is the, this is the time when these are the guys you have to start leaning on a little bit more. So I agree. I, I like the play there. Um, anyone else? <laughs> Denver. Well, I mean, you know, in the running backs, Melvin Gordon, I still think has value in PPR league. I still like Melvin Gordon there. Um, I think he and Javante Williams are probably both startable guys. I think they're either RB twos or flexes. This week, with bye weeks, the injuries we talked about, I think both those guys for me are startable for this week. I'd, I'd, I'd have no problem starting both uh, both of them. So I also think that Denver could be ahead and could end up running the ball a lot. Well, and that's the thing. If you believe that the Raiders are going to crumble, then Gordon's a, a good play. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm fine with that one. Yeah. And as far as the defenses go, I mean, I'm not Denver's defense potentially, but potentially. Yeah. I'm not in love with it. Dallas at New England, uh, big ratings game. Ooh, lots of second half of the national doubleheader. Yeah, this is that's that's totally gonna be the Nance and uh, uh, Tony Romo game. Nance and Romo. Yeah, oh, I yeah. agree. Yep. Um, so, so for Dallas, Zeke's looked good lately. He has. He has. I still like uh, Zeke. Th- so this might be a week though that 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 Dak takes a bit of a hit. Uh, New England secondary is their strength. Um, yeah. You're not going to bench Dak. No one's saying no. that. But this is a week where Zeke and potentially Pollard uh, have b- bigger, bigger games. Um, multiple touchdown game possibly for Zeke. Uh, I think, you know, Dak, I don't see him hitting 300. Um, but he could have a low volume, high touchdown game. I mean, he had that earlier in the year, I believe. He had only like 189, but had four touchdowns. That could be a, a, right. a situation where, you know, they get into the red zone a lot. And then, you know, he, he starts kind of, in, in a way, poaching touchdowns from the running backs. So, right, again, yeah. you're not going to bench these guys. I would just taper a little bit off of uh, uh, C.D. Lamb. Um, uh, oh, gosh, yeah. Sorry? With, uh, with like Amari Cooper? Yeah. C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper? Yeah, you know, the, the, the Dalton Schultz has really been one of those unsung hero tight ends uh, this season. Um, and so, again, he, you start him. He's still a, star, mm-hmm. a startable, startable guy. All these guys you're going to play. Just right. temper, perhaps. The, not the running backs. The running backs, though, I, I kick up a notch. You got Pollard as a must-start this week. So I Pollard as No, I don't have Pollard as a must-start. I have Pollard as a okay, – this is a bi-week injury flex I need – you know, similar to maybe AJ Dillon, like maybe kind of a situation. I don't know if uh, this, I don't know if the Patriots have what it takes to stay in a game late with Dallas. Um, I don't think they do. Yeah, I'm with you. So that's why I think Pollard, like, like very much like an AJ Dillon with the Packers and Bears situation, it's got potential to be a, you know, 10 point game in the fourth quarter. Pollard gets, really, they've been playing Pollard mixing him in uh, a little bit more consistently this season anyway. Um, but so that's one of those like, okay, well, let me, go ahead. Uh, so let me throw it. Okay. So to tie it in with the Patriots then, <clears throat> would you rather start Damian Harris or Pollard? Yeah, we're back to the Harris situation. Ooh. I mean, this is, uh, no, so listen, what, when, when the, when the, listen, we saw what happened last week when the Patriots get down, Harris disappears, right? Well, he fumbled near the goal line and then got hurt. <laughs> wow. So he had a second fumble by the goal line and then got dinged up also. <laughs> yeah, whatever. 
so I'm like, well, I thought you were right. yourself so, on the back there. You're, you're telling me that, that Brandon Bolden's your guy. I'm not, you know, I'm not buying that. No, no but Ramondi Stevenson might be some carries there too. I'm just saying, so what about the, the volume though that Harris might get? Does it warrant starting Pollard over Harris? I think it's close. I, I think and that I is think close. Yeah. Who's got, who's got stock in Damian Harris? That's fair. I, I could get on board with that. You could talk me into it. God, I think I think that's probably which sucks for me being a Harris owner because I, I want Harris. Harris needs to be better than Pollard for me to do well in a couple of my leagues I'm doing. Um, <laughs> on, I mean, look, if you've got Harris and you're desperate and Ramondi Stevens is still out there, go out there and get him because Harris might not play. His list is questionable this week. No, Bolden's not the answer. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, Bolden's not James White, but. Uh, you know, for me, if it's not Harris, I've got to start one of the two at Stevenson, but it's probably Pollard now at this point. So, and as far as, uh, you know, we're not starting Mac Jones. Um, nope. no, this is, this is a heavy, this is a heavy Dallas. This is a heavy Dallas day. Uh, Hunter Henry, Hunter Henry, Hunter Henry has been putting up good numbers. Uh, Jacoby Myers, it seems yeah. to be, you know, like the lead receiver there. I think you go with those guys. Um, certainly Henry for a buy. This is the, this is that kind of a week where Henry's going to get some more, uh, some more run. Yep. Yeah. I think Henry will, I do like Jacoby Myers. I still like him. I think volume wise, he's going to get a lot mm-hmm. of those quick slot passes, quick out passes right away. Um, I did that to throw. That's what a quarterback does at. And they throw the ball as you can see, I'm doing that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. people on YouTube watch it's like that. It's you like spin a, it. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, Jacoby Myers, I think will catch a lot of quick passes like that and get an opportunity. He could have a high catch day. A high catch day. Is that the official term for it? That's what we call it now on the Flying Elvis's fans football podcast. All right. Who's going to have a high catch day in the Sunday night game? Seattle at Pittsburgh. I know we already kind of covered this, so we'll be brief. Deontay Johnson's going to have a big game, I think. I'm sorry, a high catch game. There we go. There Deontay go. Johnson, I like him quite a bit. As far as after that with the Steelers, I mean, Claypool – another red zone threat still. He'll be somebody who gets looks in the red zone. I expect the Steelers to win the game. Roethlisberger's not startable. I'm starting Claypool and Johnson. I'm starting Najee Harris. will probably catch 15 or 17 passes somewhere in that range. Um, I'm not ready to trust the next receiver up for the Steelers, although I would pick one of them up. Likely James Washington's out there. I'd grab him for now and see what happens in that, but I'm not ready to start him yet for the Steelers. Uh, Chris Carson or Alex Collins? Got probably neither at this point, really. I mean, seriously, I don't know if you even want to starting. I don't, I Chris Carson, you can't trust to stay healthy anyway. And, All right, he hasn't pra- he hasn't practiced know. he hasn't practiced yet this week, right? So he's not a, a, a strong candidate to play even. But even even that said, is Alex Collins? I mean, you know, again, I think the game dictates how well they run the ball, uh, and with without Russell Wilson under center, that's that's a hard one to trust. It is. I agree. Yes, it very much is. So, um, you know, and the Steelers, I, by the way, the Steelers I, have only allowed one rushing touchdown all season long. So, like that, the one thing the I thing, think yeah. that that's been consistent. Um, you know, they've had a like a bend, uh, but don't break uh, run, run defense this year. So, uh, I, I don't, that's not really it's not reliable. If you need yards, if you need, if all like all I need is sixty yards. Okay, Alex Collins might be a play. But, right. But you better you better have some <laughs> some pretty good starters than in front of them. I, I'm gonna say yeah, I'm I'm uh, I, I'm thinking the Steelers are gonna make Geno Smith beat them, right? That's they're gonna make them do, right? They're gonna make Geno Smith try to beat them, right? And so that, that's why I think that the, the running game is gonna get stifled. Um, I'm still starting Metcalf. I'm still uh, starting Lockett, but I'm not starting necessarily anybody else on that Seahawks team. Yeah, uh, the uh, oh, what's his name? You do this every time. We'll just skip that part. All right. Last but not least, we go to yep. the Monday night game. Uh, Tennessee is hosting Buffalo. Um, <laughs> I, you're you're not going to bench Henry. You're not going to do it. But this is going to want to be one of those games where he's going to have like 27 carries for like 88 yards because that's the only way to keep Buffalo from – from really punishing you. Uh, they're going to have to keep the ball away. They just grind out drives with him. I don't see, you know, I can see Henry still scoring two touchdowns. I just don't see him running them over. No, I don't either. And you know, it's, he's been their offense this year. It's been Henry and that's it. Cause Tannehill's look bad. 
Julio's been hurt. AJ Brown's been inconsistent. Um, you know, Brown, you're still going to start this week, and Henry. But other than that, I'm not kind of hoping I have to start Tanner. Brown, Brown is this week's Robert Woods. Like, Could well, be. You know, any you know? Oh, hey, well, no, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not saying yeah, in terms of if he's going to blow up. It's kind of like right. where have you been? Yeah. Yeah, he's still a must-start, but he's no longer a uh, a he's no longer your number one wide receiver, probably on your you're team. You're worried. So, you're worried. Yeah, I'd be worried about AJ Brown a little bit. Yeah, but um, you know the hope is that uh, that Derrick Henry is going to force teams to uh, to let Tannehill hook up with AJ Brown and Julio Jones, and that when Jones gets back in there. But you know you're still starting AJ Brown, but I don't. I think he's a top twenty-five wide receiver this week. Maybe I don't think he's a uh, so he's a wide receiver, two, three, or flex player, something like that, depending on how big your league is. Um, but yeah, Henry's Henry will get the ball for the carries. They're gonna they're gonna run his ass into the ground, man. This guy, I'm telling you, the number of touches this guy gets every week, it's taking years off of his life. Yeah, I I, I really do hate. To, I mean, it, he is he is a treat to watch, and he can batter these guys. Yeah, and he'll be able to do it for another couple years. But I I hope they find That's him it, some relief. Hey, this was, even Earl Campbell saying, "Jesus, that's a lot of carries." I, I saw, I saw the highlight of Earl Campbell when he runs over the Los Angeles, or uh, no, what was it? Were they St. Louis then, or were they Los Angeles? They were Los Whatever. Angeles Rams. It, it was a Ram, and he yeah. was doing the ramming. But then after that hit, you always see that hit where he puts his helmet into the guy. After that hit, right. then guys are hanging off of him, and his jersey gets ripped off. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's tearaway jersey. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it, that is that. That's Henry. That I mean, he is. And he, he, it's fantastic to watch. But yeah, you wonder how much longer you, you know, you're the, the, the 300 carry guy, plus postseason. He's yeah. had two years, two years in a row like that, and it's looking like there's another one. Uh, so that's something to maybe keep an eye out in December. You know, uh, Tannehill and that offense, they've got to, they've got to get some more balance, uh, and they're going, they're going to need it because Buffalo is no joke, man. Uh, no, Buffalo's think, best team in the AFC. Uh, you know, like Zach Moss, I think is 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 established himself as the startable running back. Um, yep. I don't think he's going to blow you away necessarily. Poach some touchdowns, that'll be nice. But I don't, you know, we haven't seen the volume yet where he's going to get you know 100 yards in a game. No, um, but he's still he's still startable, especially now that yes. the bye weeks are here. Um, you know, Diggs is Sanders. Uh, Sanders is, is is the new Beasley. He is, yes. Sanders is the new Beasley. A couple of touchdowns last week, right? So, yeah, Sanders certainly has become a favorite target for Josh Allen. And uh, the unvaccinated Beasley is uh, as, is third on that list now. But it's um, it, it Sanders is a start, though. Yeah, Sanders, especially in a mm-hmm. bye week type situation, Sanders is certainly a start. And Dawson Knox, man. Yeah, good Lord. The guy <laughs> just, he, he's, he's, like a, he's like a modern-day Dan Arnold. well done all right atlanta new orleans uh the jets and the 49ers have the buys this week so don't start those guys please don't get them out of your lineups uh he is at ajcon 95 i'm at fit happens if you have questions or if you have inquiries about steelers tickets whatever it might be that's where you get hold of us thank you for the plug adam uh have a great uh great long weekend adam and we will reconvene next week you bet, U.S. See what I did there? That was clever. Good day. Goodbye, Adam. <laughs>